You awaken in a cold sweat. Your heart races and your breath quickens. It's 3 a.m. and you're not alone. Something lurks in the corner of the room and it's darker than the night. You're deep in the woods, enjoying a family camping trip. Marshmallows roast and laughs are shared until something screams from behind the rig. It's neither human nor animal, but something in between. You can't see it, but it sees you. You're driving down a dark, lonely road, singing along to your favorite song, when something dressed in white crosses your path. You swerve to an immediate stop and check your rearview mirror, but nothing's there. The people are real, and the stories are legend. The problem is that legends are often riddled in myth. We uncover the truth. Tune in to Paratruth Radio every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NewLanternMedia.com and anywhere podcasts are found. Welcome to Paranormal Heart, a place where people can talk about their paranormal experiences. With your host, Cat Ward. Welcome back, folks, to Paranormal Heart. As always, I'm your host, Kat Ward. Folks, you probably noticed I've made a few changes to the show, and I'd love to hear what you think. So please send any comments or questions to paranormalheart13 at gmail.com or head on over to my YouTube channel. I now have a community button, so it makes it a lot easier to stay in touch that way. I would really love to hear what you think. I've got a great episode for you tonight. My next guest has pretty much experienced it all. He's seen shadow people, he's had attachments, he's heard footsteps and voices when there was no one else there. He's captured great EVPs while doing other talk shows. And he's also an author. He writes about his paranormal journey in a great book called Ghosts and Me. I give to you Kevin Killen. Hello Kevin, welcome to Paranormal Heart. Thank you for having me, Kat. Thanks for being here. I'm uh, really excited, and now that we've figured out who our mutual friends are, I have to give a little shout-out to Kat Hobson and Cisco Murdoch, my swamp sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's nice. Yes, Kat, two amazing ladies. Oh, that they are. Yep. I don't. I haven't chatted with them a lot lately, but uh, I'm going to reach out to them now. It's, it's kind of funny. Okay, well, you have some very interesting... Um, experiences plus you have a book uh, so we will um, whatever you want to start with first and I definitely want to talk about your book as well but uh, what would you like to start start off with 
Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Whatever you like is fine with me. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> no pun intended. I'm an open book. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anything well, you anything you want to talk about or, or whatever, just just go ahead and fire away, and and I'll go ahead and answer best I can. So okay. just whatever you want to chat chat about is fine with me. Well, let's start with the shadow people. And your your experiences with that. You had mentioned that. In sure. Your email. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've only, well, I guess I've had a couple different uh, experiences with shadow people. The one I'm, I'm actually kind of, I'm not really sure about, but they, they definitely seem like shadow people to me. And what, what they are is I usually see them at work. Um, they're, they're really fast blobs of black, just blackness that, that shoot past, like, right out of the peripherals. Mm -hmm. And I can see them quickly, and then they disappear when I look at them. But I get the, the distinct feeling I'm not supposed to see them even though I do. Mm. And that happens every once in a while, and it usually happens at work. It usually doesn't happen here at my house. Um, but my first shadow person experience was when I was in Pennsylvania. Um, I was uh, uh, in bed reading um, at the time, and I, I just happened to glance up at the door jam. We had the the bed was facing the door, um, and I just saw this big shadow go from the floor all the way up to the ceiling, and just watch it form. And it, it had a head and shoulders and and a, and a body. And I just watched this thing grow to the ceiling, and then it disappeared. And my girlfriend at the time, I, you know, I said, "What the hell was that?" And my girlfriend was like, "Oh, the, oh, you saw him too, finally." And I was oh. like, "What does that mean?" So that finally. opened up a whole new thing. So I ended up running to the window, <laughs> thinking, "Okay, we're sec we're off the floor, or we're off the ground. You know, we're this is a second floor apartment. So uh, unless you can jump really, really high." Uh, you're not going to cast a shadow like that. But I was throwing the window. Oh, people must have thought I was nuts. <laughs> but I was trying to find anything for that source, but I couldn't find it. And then I asked her, I said, okay, could could you please enlighten me on this? And she proceeded to tell me that she's had numerous shadow people experiences. And this was my first one. And it freaked me out because I had mm -hmm. never had one before. And that got me to jumping on the internet and doing a ton of research and trying. And back then, this was like 2010. There wasn't really a lot written about it because, you know, even today, a lot of people still don't know anything about yeah. what they are, but they're becoming more prevalent. But, yeah, that was my first experience, and it uh, stuck with me, and I, I still don't know what this was. Now, had you heard of shadow people before you'd seen this? No. I, I, to be honest, mm. I don't believe I had. This, okay. was, this was something new to me. Do you recall if... Um any garments or, or anything or was it just a shadow in humanoid form yeah it was just a shadow in humanoid form there was it was just a big solid mass of, of black and like i said the shoulders and the head were the only outline i could mm -hmm. see but everything else was just a solid mass of black and that only lasted for a few seconds yeah and then it just disappeared into the ceiling yeah. did you have any strange feelings or smells or temperature changes that you recall no, actually, I don't. Um, but like I said, I, I, I you know, jumped off the bed and ran to the window to, yeah. to see what that could have been. Because again, I, I was incredulous watching this thing go. Because it had to have been at seven, eight feet tall. And wow. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't recall any any smells or, or anything like that. But I was again, mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out what this could have been. But yeah, yeah, it just it definitely freaks you out. Wow. And your girlfriend girlfriend at the time did she, that was a regular occurrence for her. Well, yeah, yeah, and I even put this in my book. Is she was so nonchalant about it, it made me mad because <laughs> she was just kind of <laughs> like, "Oh, you see him too," and I was just like, "Okay, we need to talk." So, but yeah, she she went on to say that she'd seen things come out of the walls all the time when I wasn't around. Hmm. 
Hmm. And I didn't know that. So. Yeah. How do you how do you tell your uh, your significant other <laughs> something like that <laughs> until they experience it? They're going to think, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's. Uh, and did you see it any other times at that apartment, or just the one time? No, just the one time. Okay. And the the one at work. That's uh, that's interesting. I used to have a workplace when I was a teenager, and we used to always see the same thing from the corners of your eye. Everybody saw it, and it was a very, very old building, too, and it was a pizza place. Um, I can't remember what it was prior to that, but ever since I remember, it was a pizza place. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, everyone used to see it. And uh, same thing. You turn to look at it, and it wasn't there. Yeah, that's it. like I said. The, the ones that that at, at work, and it, the thing that's the weird about the ones at work is I usually see them when I'm in my car before I go into work. Oh, um, and I work usually overnights, so mm-hmm. by the time I get to work, it is dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, these things. And again, like I said, I I, I am empathic, and mm-hmm. again, that's where I get the feeling that um, I'm I these things are not I'm not supposed to see these things, but yet I do, and I get that distinct feeling from these things whatever they may be um i'm thinking they may be some sort of elemental but i'm not sure Hmm. do you get the feeling that they they know that you're aware of them yes i definitely i definitely do and and that's where i I get the feeling that it's funny because the first couple times i saw that i got this the the whole night because i actually saw it before i went into work and it it really bothered me because i'd never seen these before Mm -hmm. but i kept nagging me all night the feeling that these things knew that th- whatever this was, I wasn't supposed to see it, but it knew I saw it, and it, it was kind of upset. But it it was mm. just like this weird, I couldn't, like this gnawing feeling mm. that I wasn't supposed to know that that was there, but I did. And it was just, and it kind of was like, you know, if you've ever seen a runner kind of like run and then s- stop suddenly because something startled them, and they kind of mm. like look back like, huh, what was that? That's kind of what these things did. Like they would like, they run <laughs> and then they were like, Hey, wait a minute. He can see us. Yeah. And then they just disappear. It was just weird. I, and again, this is just the feeling I was getting and it mm. was just the, the craziest thing. And I couldn't shake it that, you know, these things were doing that. I always firmly believe that uh, your feelings go with your feelings. A lot of people try and dismiss them um, for whatever reason, but I firmly believe that you should go with your feelings. Absolutely, and I've, I've learned that the hard way <laughs> throughout yeah. the years. But uh, yeah, I've, I've I've lost money from not going with feelings with uh, lottery tickets and yes. such and numbers. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so I, I've learned the hard way to uh, do that. But 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 again, now I'm, I'm I'm a little more self-aware. So when things like that happen, yeah, I, I definitely go with my gut. Yeah. So for your workplace. Do you know if anybody else has seen those, or was it just yourself, or did you even bring it up to uh, anyone else? Uh, I really haven't brought it up to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, my workplace, I'm, I'm a uh, drug and alcohol counselor. Ah, okay. So we, we, we don't have a lot of death, per se, thank goodness, at least on the premises, but we do have mm-hmm. a lot of negative energy because yeah. of, obviously, the people's backstory that come through here. Exactly. Um, at times, it's like walking through a swamp. The 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 air is so thick with negativity, and I actually at times have to leave because it, it gets so much that it just it really does affect me. Well, kudos to you because that's not an easy job. Thank you. I mean, dealing with uh, with all that negative energy and and people that have fallen, 
you know, it's just, it's not easy to have to, not have to, but to, to try and help people. That's really not an easy job. How long have you been no, doing it's, it? No, it, it's really not. I've, I've been doing this almost 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Extra kudos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I admire you even more now. Good grief. Um, yeah, so even if you did bring that up, um, there might be some uh, some other people who've seen it, but uh, because of their various backgrounds with addictions and stuff, they might think that it was just, it's not really there, so they might not even bring it up to anyone. Yeah, exactly. It was actually interesting. Um, one of my coworkers, um, I was talking with this evening, as a matter of fact, um, and she's been there for a little bit, and and she knows what I've done. She's 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 read my book and everything, mm -hmm. and 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 she's always telling me, "Oh, Kevin, I'm glad we get to work together finally," because I, I always want to pick your brain about this, that, and the other thing. And, and she's very spiritual, but she's mm -hmm. not whatever. But I, anyway, she's from uh, California, so we mm -hmm. got to talking about places in California. Of course, California is on my bucket list. I got a ton of haunted places that I want to visit. Um, and she surprised me and she said, you know, Kevin, she said, I will never go to Alcatraz. I said, I said, why? She said, well, first of all, Kevin, you know, there's things there that there shouldn't be. And I don't want any, any buddies following me home. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. so you know about attachments. She really shocked me. And she was like, yeah, I know a little bit about attachments. I said, wow, I had no idea. So that was actually really neat because I was like, oh, okay, finally somebody who understands like attachments. Yeah. And I thought that was really neat that she was like, yeah, I won't go to Alcatraz. I don't want anything following me home. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, let's talk about your attachments. I know you've had at least two. Yes. Yes. One good and one bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which one do you want to go with first? Uh, well, let's go with the bad news first and then the good news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, when I was in college, um, I was dating a woman. Um, I'm still really good friends with her, actually. And she was a witch, or she still is a witch, but she's, she's a psychic. I call her a psychic witch, and I don't mm -hmm. know if that's really um, the order it should go in. But uh, either way, she, this is what she, she is. And um, one, one day we had some friends that were... Um, her her boyfriend was a non-believer, and we wanted to show him, hey, you know, the spirit world, these things exist. So, mm -hmm. he, you know, he was a firm, you know, you know, this is a bunch of crap. I don't believe in any of it, whatever. So we said, okay. So we we, we said we were going to do a channeling session. So we went ahead and did a a channeling session. And during the channeling session, we all saw this thing, and I don't know what this thing was. It was like a horned creature of some sort. It all popped in our heads. We all saw it at the same time. Well, it broke the circle, and it really? freaked us all out because we were like, oh, my God, what was that? Did you see this? And we're all comparing notes here. Mm -hmm. um, so, and the guy, he saw it, and it shook him, and he just was kind of, you know, he was, you know, Mr. Macho, and he still was like, yeah, it's still crap. I'm going to go home. Well, the following weeks, we... Um, we all experienced various things of bad luck. Um, I we experienced things broke down mechanically. Um, they broke up. The girlfriend and the boyfriend who didn't believe broke up. He got into a motorcycle accident. Uh, yeah, um, my personality totally changed. Um, I, I am now and in before this was a very you know fun, fun loving, luck happy go lucky kind of guy. You know this and that. Well, I became dark and. Um, I, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, I, I didn't answer the phone. I was rude to people. I was angry. I, just and, and I could feel myself changing. And the, the the crazy thing is, I could actually feel myself, like my good spirit, trying to fight to get out of my body because it knew this wasn't right. 
and wow. it continued. So I called, I called her, and I said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm going through a lot of stuff here, and this isn't good. My I, something's got me." I said, "We need to get rid of this. What, what, what do we need to do? Because I'm not myself. I feel I have an attachment of some sort." Mm-hmm. And she said, "You're you're right, Kevin. I I didn't close the circle. We we let this thing in." And oh. so she was like, okay, we, we've got to go ahead and do this. So finally we were able to, to close the circle. And this thing gradually went to wherever it goes. It, it went away from us. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, for, for those few weeks, I definitely had an attachment of darkness. I mean, this thing really I, – I, I do believe in, in, in the demonic, but I try not to use that so much because I, I don't think that – there, there's negativity and a lot of negative spirits and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe a lot of it's demonic, in my opinion. That's just me. So mm-hmm. I try not to use the D word, as I yeah. say. But yeah. if this thing was in the in the stages, and I'm sure you're 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 familiar with the stages of of mm-hmm. de, uh, demonic possession. Yep. Um, th- this was in the throes of um, right before whatever, whichever one's before uh, possession, whatever that. I forgot yeah, the name of I, that I can't stage, remember. but that this. Yeah, I can't this, remember this, the this stage names, was. but yes. Yeah, this this is what this was doing to me. I was oppression. That's what it is. Okay. I believe oppression. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what it was. I was in the oppression stage, mm-hmm. if if I had to categorize it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, and then finally, gradually, it, it dissipated, and I was able to get back to myself. But it, it was really hairy there for a while, and 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 I knew I had changed, and and a lot of people, you know, that I knew, um, I ruined relationships because of I was ju- I was ju- a jerk. You know, and it wasn't me. It was whatever this thing was, and it was Mm -hmm. just bad. And and I had been going through a lot of stuff at the time. My spirit was weak, and I I know that now. Um, I had a death in the family that I was very close to. I was still dealing with a lot of personal issues. So this thing kind of knew to Mm -hmm. target me because he was like, oh, he's weak. weak. I'm going to get in there. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, I, I tell you what, so anybody who's ever had an attachment, God bless them. Get rid of it because I know exactly what they're going through, and I never want this ever again. No, you're you were lucky that you were able to get rid of it. Did did you have to contact the ex boyfriend as well? Was it the three of you that had to do it, or? Oh, we all did. Yeah. Okay. we did is we just went in a circle and uh held hands and my then girlfriend um she she went ahead and and just basically put our minds you know we had to get our minds set to where we wanted to be and then she basically just we 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 basically what she did is she had a had us image a imagine a door shutting Mm -hmm. so we were closing that door so that's what we all did and then when the door we could actually see visually see the door closing is, is is when it went and then what i found out later um, which is really disturbing to me because I always wondered. I said, "Where do these things go?" Well, the theory is that they they don't go away; they just go elsewhere. So mm-hmm. whatever this thing did, it went away from us and went elsewhere. So yeah. that's scary to me, but you know, it was good that it went away from us, and I'm hoping it didn't attach to anybody else. But it, it's still out there somewhere, I guess. I fir- I I really believe that not only would they go to other people, but I believe that they could also go travel to other dimensions as well. So. I don't think that they necessarily attach themselves to attach themselves to someone else. Um, at least that's what I'd like to think. But um, yeah. yeah, if anybody is going through that, please uh, seek help. Um, if you're religious at all, uh, talk to your padre or your minister or whoever, um, spiritualist, 
just get some help because uh, it can be quite the process to try and get rid of the negative attachments. Yes, absolutely. And, and again, in this day and age when there are so many things going on around us that mm -hmm. will bring our spirit down, it, it's, it's, it's definitely you have to be uplifting and enlightened. Um, so, yeah, whatever... Uh, whatever means to get there uh yeah your audience please do if you're going through something like this because again i speak from experience and i, I never you know I, of course i went into more detail in the book but this is mm -hmm. something i never want to go through again well, i'm really happy that uh, you came out of this in one piece yeah so am i <laughs> i i the uh, it's funny the 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 ex-boyfriend uh they still see him every once in a while and he's turned like a 360. He he was a really really clean cut guy. Mm -hmm. uh, he turned into like a big biker guy. Oh really? So it's funny because I, I I thought it was a joke because I saw him, and he was coming out of a store and I happened to be up there visiting, and uh, my ex was with me and she was like, "Hey, you remember him?" And I was like, I was looking at him. I was like, he looks kind of familiar. And they told me, I said, "Oh my God, are you serious?" I said, "Yeah, that's him." Wow. And I looked at him for a minute. He never saw me looking at him, but yeah, mm -hmm. he was totally totally different than when, when, when we knew him before. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if the attachment had that effect on him, but I, I know he was very affected, whether he admits it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, he was definitely affected by this. I have met people, I find with attachments, especially the negative ones, the ones who don't believe, those seem to be the ones that really get hammered. You know, they, they really get a good attachment for whatever reason. Yeah, um, I, I've, I've uh, come across the same thing in, in yep. my research and readings and, <clears throat> excuse me, other podcasts I've, I've listened to and everything that, that you're right, it seems to be the ones that really don't take any stock in this or the ones that really, you know, mm -hmm. it's almost like they want to prove something. Yeah, like the old adage, um, you might not believe in the devil, but he believes in you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> might have something to do with that. I don't know. Uh, or they just don't have the uh, extra protection uh, because they don't believe. I, I right. don't know what it is. Right. So tell us about the the good attachment. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess this is, is if an attachment can be. <laughs> I guess it, 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 it's good for me. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if some of your female audience is going to find this any any <laughs> any good or not. But for us males, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one for us. Um, same 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 uh same girlfriend i was i was living with there a different part of the state actually we actually moved back to virginia i'm sorry um so i was living out in winchester virginia which is uh um i'm currently in northern virginia right outside of dc so i'm about 75 miles away from where i, I was living in winchester at the time and winchester is a very old area shenandoah valley uh a lot of blood a lot of death you know going from the native americans down mm -hmm. to uh, the Civil War, they had a lot of Civil War history going on over there. Um, so anyway, I, we'd, I'd rented a house from a friend of mine who was a realtor, and it wasn't a very old house. I, I want to say it was probably mid to late 60s. Um, and, and the one thing that I always say about this before I start my story uh, <laughs> is that I hated this bathroom. And the reason I hated it is because, okay, I'm, I'm going to set this up for you. For any interior designers out there, you'll agree with me. Okay. Pink sink. Oh. and checkerboard floor oh <laughs> i had an old house once where the pink the pink the sink was pink so was the toilet and the um yes the, uh, the toilet tub. was pink as well and there was carpet <laughs> on carpet in the bathroom and it was like a a seafoam green and it was like oh my 
Yeah, yeah. So, and it was a very, it was a really small bathroom, but I always hated Ours the too, color yeah. scheme or whatever. Oh, and yes, and I, I'm always thinking 60s. I, I'm thinking late yeah. 60s, and they just never updated because you know why yeah. bother or whatever. But 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 anyway, and also the pink bathtub. That that was a solid pink <laughs> bathtub. So that that probably didn't help any <laughs> any at all. But um, we 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 had a uh, an attic, one of those pull downs where you pull it down. You know the, the yeah. crawl space where the ladder came down, and you could yeah. walk up into the attic and everything. Well, we'd hear things in there frequently, and you know we never paid attention because at first I thought it was obviously mice or something like that. But then we'd hear like footsteps, like somebody walking up there, and I was like, okay, wow, that's you know that's different. Um, and, and never really thinking too much about it. Other than that, and, you know, I, I tell my girlfriend that, and she'd be like, well, yeah, we have some spirits here, and you know that. And I was like, yeah, I, I kind of figured that, but not really paying any attention to them because they, you know, they never really bothered us. Well, well anyway, um, a couple times I was uh, feeling like a cold blast of air when I was taking a shower. Okay, so the first time it happened, I, I you know peeked around the corner and opened the curtain, thinking, okay, maybe the window's open. But then I was like, wait a minute, it's like February. If the window's open, I'm going to get mm. pneumonia because it's like 20 degrees outside. Yeah. So there was, yeah, the window was not open. The door was not open. I was like, okay, yeah, what? Well, I don't know what this is. It's whatever. Then the next couple of times, it was as if the wind was swirling around me and like a caress, like honestly caressing my body. And I had never felt this before. And this kind of was, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, because that really freaked me out because it was like somebody caressing my whole body. And I was like, okay, look, I'm in the shower. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> so I went ahead and told my girlfriend that. What was going on? And she's like, yeah, that's Elizabeth. And I was like, well, who the hell's Elizabeth? I said, Elizabeth isn't you. And she's like, no, Elizabeth. And then she explained it to me. Elizabeth, there, there was a spirit that was with us that for some reason I reminded her of her husband. And she was stuck in the house for whatever reason. And she was from the 1850s, 1860s, somewhere around there. But I, so apparently my sense of humor or whatever, my personality reminded me of her husband. So she would join me in the shower, oh. and I told, yeah, and I, and I told, you know, my girlfriend at the time. I said, look, I said, I'm, I'm, you know, this is really crazy. What do I do? She said, well, just tell her to stop. I said, okay, so I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to tell the air to stop. She says, yeah, <laughs> you know how this works. Just tell her to stop. Say, hey, you know, I don't appreciate you joining me. Whatever. So I ended up doing it, and it never happened again. Now, she stayed with us for a while, but she never joined me in the shower ever again. <laughs> so that was just, that was the only time that ever happened. And like I said, it happened frequently and it was just kind of like, you know, again, it was just a, a caress of air. And, mm -hmm. and again, it was just kind of, you know, nothing, nothing overtly sexual at all. It was just kind of like a touching, but mm -hmm. it was just, again, enough to be like, whoa, what is this? So that was my other one. And, and again, like I said, the, the males might like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You must have been kind of uh, uh, uneasy ha having showers after a while, knowing uh, yeah, that she was watching you. I, I, yeah, and I don't know if anybody out there has watched the movie The Entity, I don't but that, that was, uh, I don't know, have you, have you ever seen The Entity? I don't think I have. It's a, um, excuse me, it's a very famous case of a female in California who was assaulted by spirits for a long time. And one of the scenes in there was a, a horrible, uh, brutal uh, sexual assault scene in the shower. Oh. 
So I, I actually thought about that when I was actually going through this. I was like, oh, my God, I remember watching The Entity and seeing this was a horrible, horrible scene. I was like, Jesus, I don't want that happening to me. No. But luckily, it never did. Um, and, and again, she stayed with us for a little while. Um, she moved with us to another house. And then she just, you know, for whatever reason, I, I, they come and go. And I, I haven't understood this. But, you know, we don't chase them off. They just kind of either – I guess they're kind of like uh, – you know, one of those friends that might get tired of you and they just don't come around anymore. <laughs> so she just went on to other pastures, I guess, and just disappeared before um, we moved to another house. So, um, But she was with us for a good while. And like I said, she never bothered anybody. She was just, you know, just one of those spirits that was just kind of with us. Hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I sometimes um, refer to spirits like that that follow you and then just disappear almost like stray cats you always see a stray cat and all of a sudden they just it's for whatever reason you see them in another part of the neighborhood but it's almost like they just got tired of you or something yeah absolutely yeah and and, and again the more that i study this and again i i'm the first to tell you i know nothing about any of this mm -hmm. i mean this this is truly a journey and, and if anybody and, and i've talked to people who are quote-unquote experts Oh. I'm sorry, you're, you, you never know. There's always more questions than answers in this field, and I, I'm finding that out at every turn. And that's actually one of the reasons I wrote my book is mm -hmm. because I was hoping that using this as a springboard, I could get much-needed help and guidance in figuring some of these things out. And, and luckily, by doing a lot of these shows, I've met a lot of really good people who have helped me. So um, as far as that goes, that was really – um, that objective was met, and I've met some really, really awesome people uh, since the publication of my book. And, and again, I love doing these shows because I love talking paranormal, and people always have different angles and, mm -hmm. and um, theories and everything that make you think. And, and again, because it, <clears throat> I, I know that this, this, is, this, is, this is all theory-based. There's nothing been proven at all, but I just love the idea of being able to kick around theories and ideas and this and that and other people's stories so yeah i just i just love that so do i it's it's like everyone's brainstorming the, these ideas yes absolutely and everybody has their own theory or their own take on it which is mm -hmm. you know so unique and i've met some that are really out in left field and some that are more aligned with my own viewpoints and, and anything in between and it's just been a great journey I've said countless times the thing that fascinates me about the paranormal the most is it doesn't matter what culture, what religion, whatever. Everyone has some kind of a, a story of uh, a cryptid or a spirit or, you know, everyone has them in their history, in their, you know, in their tales. And it just fascinates me. So there has to be something to it if every culture has these stories. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, um, yeah, you're right. Like, again, I, I and that was one of the things when I was writing my book, um, I was thinking to myself, you know, reading some back through some of the experiences that I've had that I've, I, I'm thinking, you know, I had this experience here in Virginia. How did somebody else have the same experience in Beijing, China? Yeah, yeah. Or when uh, you find out uh, certain, how can I... For example, like before the internet, before we could actually talk to different countries, you know, pyramids in Egypt, and there's pyramids other places around the world that are that are older than the Egyptian pyramids. I mean, how do people who can't communicate to each other like we do now come up with the same designs? 
just yeah, absolutely. Me. I mean, that, that that's yeah, that that absolutely, and and even like you said with the with the cryptid, you know, something that is Sasquatch here in say Idaho mm-hmm. is the same thing in Siberia, Russia. How can that be? But yeah. it is. And in the, they call it the Yowie over in Australia. Uh, it's right. A very similar yeah. creature. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, different names. Some of them might have a physical variance, but they're pretty much the same thing. And yeah, it's extremely fascinating to me. So tell me about, uh, you said you had some EVPs while you were on some talk shows or not, or just, you know, some shows that you were on and they only heard them afterwards. That fascinates me. Tell me, tell us more about that. Sure. Um, yeah, I'd actually, uh, I was doing a show back in October, um, right around Halloween, go figure. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I had just moved into a new house. And um, I, at the time I was doing the show uh, w- w- in the kitchen area, but I, I, like I said, I, I have a headset, so I have a tendency to just walk around because I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, you know. I, I drink coffee, so I'm kind of bouncing <laughs> all over the place. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I, I choose this is a pretty pretty large house, so that's kind of my exercise routine also. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I did did the show. It was a great show. Um, I really enjoyed enjoyed the 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 ho- <clears throat> excuse me the hosts. Um, they are they're actually in another part of Pennsylvania. So we we actually compared notes about our time in Pennsylvania. We were actually in two different places. Um, but we've actually been to a lot of the same haunted locations, which was, I thought was really cool. I, I think we kind of bonded over that mm. is the fact that he, he'd been to this place investigating. I've been there just before I even knew it was haunted or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we just we, we, we texted back and forth and we talked on the phone and it was just really neat. Um, so I got a text about two, maybe two weeks later um, in the morning on a Saturday. And he said, hey, he said, hey, bud, give me a call when you get a chance. And I thought to myself, oh, geez, what's going on here? I said, man, I said, they hate me or something, you know, did I do something? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so I went ahead and called him and, and he, he said, he said, Kevin, he said, go to your second part of your interview at a minute. I forgot what a minute 20. I want to say, he said, listen to that. He said, he said, one of the listeners picked up when we're talking to you and you're talking back, there's voices over us. That is not me. It's not my, my host. And it's not you. Check it out and see what you think. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So I went ahead and played it, and sure enough, as I'm talking, you can hear a sentence over me. Oh wow! And it's not the host. The host is talking to me. He's answering my question. I'm talking, and there's a there's this clear sentence above me. I don't know what it says, but it's clear that you can hear it above both of us, and it's not not from our show. And it was just I, I that was the first time that it ever happened to me like that, and I thought mm-hmm. that was like wow. But a listener picked that up. That's amazing. I've heard of that happening to, uh, it's, it's not unusual. It, it happens quite a bit. I, from what I hear, um, a friend of mine, Chuck Banks, I can't remember the name of the show that he had, and it seemed every time um, he would have a show, we would always pick up voices. Every time. It was a paranormal show, and it was just like, Chuck, why does it happen so often? It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, I, I usually, uh, when I'm doing shows, I usually get some sort of uh, uh, of audio uh, mess up. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, I, I, that's why I, I always have a disclaimer when, 
when I talk to people, <laughs> you know, the hosts, I'm like, oh, if they don't know me, oh, by the way, uh, expect stuff to go go weird on you because every time I'm on these shows, things do happen. <laughs> and uh, the yep. one show I was actually on, I've been on there a couple times. Um, it's our, it's Rep Paranormal and Friends, um, Allison and Kim, great, great people out of Iowa. Every time I'm on their show, something happens, and, and I did a, um, they do a audio and video skype with me so the one show that i did right at the end i said uh hey i don't want to alarm you guys but i just saw something white walk from from your kitchen all the way across behind you guys and it's clear as day it was a white line of some sort just walk across the kitchen Mm -hmm. and kim said to me she said you know kevin that's really weird that you said that because i felt something touch the back of my neck oh wow and i said this clear as day you can see a white thing walking right behind them on the camera so they're just like you know every time you're on the show <laughs> so i i just i just say it's it's just me yeah I, I must be a battery or a magnet for them i usually have um audio problems when i record my show uh i would do an audio test before speaking to the guest and then all of a sudden it's like my sometimes it would take me half an hour and I'd apologize profusely saying I I don't know I don't understand why this isn't working I did an audio test before and it was perfect and I never changed the settings ever and uh, wow. except for when I have to um, monkey with it you know when when it goes wrong but and I have this I, I love selenite uh, it's good for negative energies and entities so I right. just one day grabbed my, I have a nice size that fits into my palm. So I one night uh, took that piece of selenite, put it next to my laptop, didn't have any issues. So now whenever I record, I have that piece of selenite right next to my laptop and um, ever I don't get any, any problems anymore. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody ever does that because I, I just, you know, um, I, I just think it's it's fascinating for for me. Um, and, and and one of the other times, uh, I was doing a show, uh, and I had at the time I was actually in another house, and I had my back towards the wall, and I felt the cold air, and it was like as as if somebody was like you know crouched over me watching me. And I told oh, the host, I said, "Man, I'm getting like I've got something right behind me," mm-hmm. and they're like, "What?" And I said, "Oh, I can feel it. It's right behind me. It's on top of me, like watching." Oh, wow. So I just say that they just want to join in. They're just interested and they're they're curious. They just want to yeah. join in and say hi. You so know, what are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And you know, there were people once too. So it's just kind of like the annoying yeah. little brother, you know, popping up. Hey, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so I always want to hang out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but uh, I had a friend, Elaine. She used to have um, a, a podcast, paranormal podcast on YouTube a few years ago. And every time, uh, she, hers was uh, live and she had audio and video. And every single episode, there'd be something, either the audio was wrong, the lights would go wonky, you'd see smoke it was just there was always something going on but she also had a gardening channel never ever did anything happen on the gardening channel it was always on the paranormal one wow yeah it it (laughs) was really weird (laughs) it got to the point where she stopped her channel and she had a pretty good show um but she stopped it because she was so frustrated with all these tech issues uh you know that was happening so uh it's kind of funny. I have some friends uh, with 
who also have another uh, paranormal podcast. And when I mentioned about the selenite, because they say they record theirs as well, and um, they get audio issues all the time. And I said, well, take out your selenite and and put it next to <laughs> your recording equipment. So I'll have to ask them if they've tri- if they've tried it because uh, I swear by it, it worked for me. Yeah, that's that's yeah, I, that, that that's a shame that uh, your friend had to cease operations because of that. But I, I can see yeah. the frustration because, like I said, with some of the shows that I've done, when they have the audio problems and video problems, it, it is frustrating because they're just like most of them are like, I don't know what's going on here, yeah. but. You know, and they're trying to fix it. You know, they're they're you know they're like, I'll have to go back over it later. But then they realize, oh, we're live. So it's like, oh, I can't, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I can I can see the frustration. And again, that's a shame. But I'm um, going back to the the show that I I just was explaining to you where yes. I had the voice over the voiceover us. Mm-hmm. Um, they that that uh, whole episode was plagued with audio issues that we we I didn't hear. I heard a few things during the show, and I asked one of the ho- and he told me it was something to do with the with his Skype that he had something set on it. And I was like, oh, okay, because it was it made this like really weird noise, and I was like, what was that? And he said, oh, that's that's us, it's on our end. But he said that that show was played with audio issues. And when I finished playing the part two um, after the voice, it, yeah, there's just all sorts of stuff going on audio audio wise throughout that whole the rest of the segment of that show. It's pretty interesting. It's almost like uh, these paranormal shows were do- almost doing that EVP sessions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I, I guess they, they they wanted to be part of it too. Yeah. If anyone of you listeners ever pick up anything on this episode or any other episodes, please message me and let me know. I'd be really interested. I've I haven't had anyone yet message me to tell me that they were picking up on anything, but. Yeah, please. If you if you hear anything, I'd like to know about it and uh, go back and see if I can pick it up as well. That would be interesting. Have you ever? Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, I, I again, that's kind of like my mo now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we, I go on these shows not to not to just talk, but to see how how the shows are going to have some uh, audio issues. Well, whenever I'd have uh, before I started taking the selenite, whenever I would uh, interview guests that there were friends of mine that had other podcasts, it was kind of my mo. It's like, yeah, guess what? Uh, I have to stop recording for for a minute because I have audio issues, and they're like, yep, uh, we. I figured that, and so many times I'd have to reschedule because of the audio issues, and they're like, yeah, I figured it would happen because it always does. It's but knock on wood, it doesn't now. Yeah, it's just it's (laughs) it's funny, but. Yeah. Have you ever gone on any investigations? Uh, nothing formal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was actually, it's, it's kind of interesting because I, I didn't think of this uh, while I was writing my book um, and with my experiences and everything that I had actually been investigating on my own and never even realized it because I never mm-hmm. looked at it as such. Mm-hmm. But um, ne- never with a team, never with other people. Um, but I, 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 I want to, um, that's one, one thing that I, I've, I've been finally invited to w- with a couple teams. Once this COVID mess kind of gets out of the way. Yep. Um, I'm excited about that. Nice. Uh, as a matter of fact, Cisco invited me to Gettysburg. They have a big bash oh, down there every yeah. year. Yep. And he, she invited me. She said, Kevin, come down. You're one of us now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> If I can get down there, I'm definitely going to. But yeah, nothing formal. Um, just you know, just things that I, I did growing up and things I've done. You know, pull out the, 
you know the the tape recorder and hit hit play and and never anything like you see on like these ghost shows with the emf meters and this and that but i i definitely want to um because i I honestly believe that i'm 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 like a conduit i think for for spiritual activity so i think that actually something within me attracts them and and i think that you know if i did go on something if nothing ever happened before if, if i tag along something will probably it sounds like it it's like the the team that i'm with um some pieces of equipment um a certain team member member would be holding it and they get nothing but yet another team member would hold hold it and it's nonstop activity. So it's kind of funny how, you know, a piece of equipment, the entities just seem to be drawn to certain people. It's amazing. It's, it's almost like, um, again, the stray cat scenario. Some people will see them all the time and they go up to them and, you know, interact with them and other people, the stray cats don't want to have anything to do with them. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's definitely. Um, I, I refer to myself as the um, the motel, the pink motel sign <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night, the beacon yeah. that says vacancy. That that's me. When they see me, they're like, "Oh, he can hear, see, and hear us. Let's go for him." Yeah. So that that's kind of what I, I refer to myself to is that that's me. I'm the I'm the the vacancy sign in the motel in the middle of nowhere at three o'clock in the morning. I think the entities get excited when some when they know that someone can actually either see them, hear them, sense them, whatever, uh, I think they get excited because I believe that a lot of the entities try and communicate with us, and some people just do not know that they're there, that they don't, they don't hear them or sense them or whatever, and sometimes the entities get really annoyed and fed up. It's like, why can't they hear me, you know, and that's when cupboard doors start slamming. It's almost like they're having a tantrum. It's like, look at me! Uh, it's not necessarily a demonic entity is just a lot of times these entities are frustrated because they're like hey i can see you why can't you see me type thing so when they encounter someone like you i firmly believe they get excited and they're like hey this you know and they just want to always communicate with you somehow yeah i think you're absolutely right with that um because i've actually been in places where uh, you know, I, I, I can pick up things and I can see and hear things. Other people mm-hmm. are walking right by me. They're like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you're, yeah, you're definitely right that, uh, when I, when I go to a place and, and of course, you know, they'll, they'll let me know. Like I said, I'll, I'll get touched or mm-hmm. I'll hear something in my ear or something. You know, they'll let me know that they're usually like, Hey, what's up? I mean, it's kind of like a ghostly high five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine a ghost kind of go up to you and kind of poke you in the arm and say hey do you know i'm here <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's it's funny because I, I i obviously with the reaction that they'll they'll uh i think i understand that but uh um you know i i i'd like to talk so mm-hmm. um I, i'm a very vocal person so i'm always like you know it, when i first got together with my current girlfriend things started happening in her house and she was like oh god would you bring me so i just say just talk to him you know so I, yeah. i'll go you know something will happen and said stop you know so leave him alone you know and it'll stop and they're like how do you do that mm-hmm. i'm like look they're just people it's just like you know your, your niece running through the house slamming a door mm-hmm. she does the same thing you just can't see her and mm-hmm. they're like oh okay so i'm actually trying to educate her because she's she grew up in the religious. Uh, mm-hmm. Her her father was a pastor. They were very involved wow. in the church. So, yeah. with me being there now, I'm trying to 
educate them on the paranormal side and and, and she struggles with it and I, I i understand that because it's something that she was not privy to growing up and mm. it's something that uh it's difficult for her to understand but um she, she said when she started reading my book all sorts of stuff went crazy Oh, really? So I thought that was interesting because she was she was because I, I live in a different state than she does. Mm -hmm. So she'd call me and she'd be like, Kevin, I'm on chapter five and this is going my lamp is going crazy in this room. And I'm just like, oh, OK. And she just yeah, every time she'd read my book, something would happen. Like she'd find like something would fly across the room or something would oh, end wow. up where it shouldn't be. And she's like, Kevin, I didn't move that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I said, you know, they just want to say hi. They just want to, you know, and she and they're just like, can you come here and do something? Because this is kind of <laughs> creeping me out. So, yeah, it's just it's really interesting because, uh, uh, yeah, they, they I think you're right. They, they really they're just, you know, in human form, they want attention. So why not mm. in spiritual form? Yeah. I have a friend, her and her husband uh, moved into a new place uh, a few months ago, and I told her, I said, well, once you move in, once the movers are, are there, I'll go and sage your, your place for you just to clear out the place because there's been how many families living in that same apartment type thing, right? So I said, just to clear out all the energy that's there, I'll go and sage for you. She goes, oh, great, thanks. So I was going to go in a couple of days. Well, the next that evening I get a text, and... Uh, she says they're hearing stomping, and it's kind of like um, row housing. And um, she said there's nobody living on one side, and the people on the other side are gone. Uh, I don't know where this is coming from. And even her cats were, were acting up. Uh, big tails, you know, just freaking out, yeah. didn't like the hall. And every time she went to the washroom, especially in the middle of the night, they would follow her, which apparently they, they, they just were not acting normally. So... Um, and, and I couldn't get to her right away, so I said, well, what you and your husband need to do is uh, firmly, with authority, uh, they don't have children, but I said, use your mother, your, your mom voice, you know, I said, but I said, with, with authority, firmly, you have to say, you know, we know you're there, this is our house now, and uh, we don't want you to bother us, um, you know, if, if they're comfortable with having the entities there, I told them, Tell them they can stay, but as long as they don't bother you. But if not, she says, no, we don't want them here. I said, okay, tell them they need to leave. It's your place now, not theirs. And you, But yep. you guys have to believe it. And I said, you have to say it firmly, both of you. They did, and then she said the whole place felt like the cats were acting better. And then I, I went the next day. I went a little early and uh, saged the place, and uh, she told me, she texted me later, and she said the whole the, the, the atmosphere just feels so much lighter now. Uh, it feels happier, mm -hmm. you know. So... Um, yeah, anyone who who has anything like that going on, like I said, use your uh, your voice of authority because we do have the power. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, that's <clears throat> a lot of things, and and that's the the thing is that you try to tell people this, and and I've had people at work that you know they they they're, they're some of the ones that <clears throat> you know they 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 may 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 or may not have read my book. They know it's out there, mm -hmm. and some of the things take place at, at work and you know they'll, they'll some of them will be like oh yeah and then you know they'll look around nobody's around oh hey kevin this happened to me and then they'll yeah. tell me some story about something happening at home and they're like what what do i do and i'll tell them mm -hmm. the same thing i said look if it's bothering you that much you tell them stop i don't want you here and then mm -hmm. leave but again you have to believe it you have to use yeah. a stern voice so yeah. um they're like okay and then they'll come back and be like hey it worked and i was like well good it's supposed to yeah if you have any 
doubts at all, uh, if you're timid or, you know, it's not going to work, you have to believe that it's going to work and you have to speak with a firm, authoritative voice. And it works every time, at least in my experiences. Hmm. Absolutely. Have you ever been woken up by anything? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, I've been... I'm trying to think. Because it was actually fairly recent, as a matter of fact. Oh. That's actually interesting that you bring that up. Cause that's, that's something that actually <laughs> happened to me fairly recently. Yeah, something actually woke me from a deep sleep. It was like something shook my shoulder. Oh, really? And I, I'm by myself, so mm-hmm. that was weird because I, I thought I was dreaming because, you know, mm-hmm. you're in that dream state, but it startled me awake. But I, I distinctly felt somebody shaking my shoulder. They pushed me mm-hmm. on my shoulder, and I, I just came right up. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, you know, what, what the hell? And I was, you know, discombobulated because, again, I was in a deep sleep. But, yeah, yeah that, that was actually like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. About that something actually just woke me up. Usually they, they don't do that. Usually it's they'll, they'll know to leave me alone at, at night unless I'm up. But mm-hmm. usually during sleep time, they, they don't bother me. But this one particular time, like I said, that's just that's interesting that you brought that up. Yeah, whatever. Something pushed me and it, I woke right up. So that was that was uh, <laughs> that was a bit of an interesting uh, thing to to put in the back of the head for the next book. No kidding. <laughs> it's like they had something that they really needed to, to tell you right then and there. Or they just want yeah, to Yeah, I couldn't you. figure it out, but yeah, it was just something. I don't know. I'm, I, I, you know I, I've had uh, relatives who have passed, but they really don't make themselves known to me. And I had a brother pass last year. I'm wondering if he was just being an idiot because <laughs> he could <laughs> he he could be like that. So I'm just wondering if maybe that was him just being just being him. Yeah, well, it could have been. Did you have any other <laughs> sensations that you recall? I know you were kind of woken up and you might not remember. No, no, that was about it. Um, I do remember a burning sensation, not not a searing sensation, but kind of like. A, I don't know how to like kind of if, if if you get like if you put your hand too close to a, a stove but you don't quite put it you, you'll mm-hmm. feel the heat yep. coming from the burner kind of like that there was nothing on me but I just felt like a burning sensation I don't know if that had anything to do with anything I may have even scratched myself or something but yeah. other than that no 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 let's talk a little bit about your book because um, we're almost at the end here and I'd like to talk a little bit about it um, how long did it take you to write and what inspired you to want to write this uh this has been a uh, basically a lifelong venture um I, basically it from first word written to publication was 15 years oh wow yeah so uh it was it was a lot of uh and, and i tell people you know I, i'm not kidding i i did bleed i did sweat and i cried Mm-hmm. with this but i i did all three I'm, I'm i'm not exaggerating i really did uh do this but this was a, a something um because I've, I've had experiences since i was about five years old so um I'm, I'm a former journalist so it's in my blood my father was a journalist um mm-hmm. writing has always been a passion of mine i've always loved writing um and actually one of my uh it was interesting one of my high school my high school english teacher my senior year teacher and i don't i don't know whatever happened to her and i wish i could find her um she told me one time she said kevin you're gonna be a writer i had written some story for extra credit and it was it was horrible and she <laughs> saw something she's like no kevin you're gonna you're gonna write I, I got a feeling about you you're gonna write and i was like yeah okay whatever 
and when I published, I was, the first thing I thought of was her. I was like, wow, damn, she was right. Oh, you know, wow. <laughs> all those years ago, she knew this was going to happen. But yeah, it took about, you know, and, and I'd had other contracts with publishing companies that I wasn't comfortable with, and mm. I passed on it. But yeah, from first word written uh, to publication, it was about 15 years, and I added to it and took away from it and and this and that. But um, about 2005, um, I had moved from Virginia back up to Pennsylvania with my then girlfriend, who's in the book, um, Cheryl. Uh, the psychic witch mm -hmm. and uh, I, it was one of those I was we were going through some rough times I'd lost my job I was a little depressed I was a little angry and I said you know what I'm gonna hammer this out so I sat down at the computer and wrote a lot of this during the summer and like two and a half three months most of this book was written oh wow yeah I just I just every day just hammered away at it and, and of course I added to it took away from it but you know I was just like you know someday this is gonna get published and luckily um, it, it was, but yeah, it was about a 15-year journey for me from 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 first word written to publication uh, two years ago. And uh, footnote to that, um, I had a heart attack oh. in 2019. I had almost died, and the same night my book came out in ebook form was the night I had my heart attack. Really? Yes, I, I didn't find that out till hmm. later because. Uh, I found out about a week later after I got out of the hospital and everything. I, I didn't know my book was out then in ebook form, and I was like, "When did that come out?" And it showed you on my on the website, mm -hmm. my publisher's website, that it came out that day. And I was like, "Wait, a minute, I was in the hospital when?" But yeah, I had what they call the widowmaker, uh, the one that usually oh, kills people. Yeah. You're yeah. Lucky. So I, yeah, I, I uh, thank goodness or thank you know whatever higher power had something mm -hmm. for me because I thank every day that I'm here because I shouldn't have been. That's amazing. I'm uh, I'm really glad you pulled through that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, unfortunately, I, I actually had it at work. That was the crazy oh. thing is I actually had it at work. So oh. <laughs> a lot of people in my family and friends and girlfriend didn't even know until the next day in the hospital. They had no idea I'd even had a heart attack. Were there other so people if I had, with you working? If I had passed, that would have been... <laughs> a lot of craziness. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Did you have other coworkers with you, or were you by yourself? No, luckily I had two two coworkers who were with me, okay. uh, who were able to call nine one one and call my supervisor, and and I was able to get to the hospital quickly, and and uh, they saved me. And, and actually, it was the craziest thing is because I thought that I had heartburn, so I actually for two hours didn't think anything about it. And then I was like, something's not right here. And then I was like, yeah, call 911. I think I'm having a heart attack. But for two hours, I actually, and, and again, I work overnight and I was working the night shift and we do bed checks every hour. So I actually mm -hmm. did a full bed check, which is walking through the building, checking all the rooms mm -hmm. and, and everything. And my supervisor was like, you know, Kevin, you could have fallen down and, and like collapsed in the hallway and the stairway. We wouldn't even have known. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. I, I had no idea. And she was like, oh, my God, thank God you didn't and this and that. But, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was, it was crazy. But, but here's the one thing that I take away from that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is, is I, I feel a little cheated. <laughs> and the reason I say that I is I because I consider say. this to be a near-death experience for mm -hmm. me because I almost did die. However, there was no white light. There was no relatives in the room. There was none of that. Mm -hmm. However, the one thing was is that I was sitting there thinking when they were doing their operation, they were doing their um, – I have a stent put in. I don't know mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're familiar with what, what a stent is. Yep. It basically, they open up the, the artery. 
and they put something that keeps the artery open. Open, yeah. So I was having this procedure done, and uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. I'm okay, and mm-hmm. I was like ready to go, and it was just the, I had this calm feeling over me that if I had to go, I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm, I'm they're working on me. I'm watching all this, and I'm like, you know, if I have to go, I'm, I'm okay. It was the weirdest thing because I was so mm. calm and peaceful. Maybe that maybe that's what it was, but but no, I they they did their magic and and here I am. So I uh I think it's safe to say that you were being taken care of from some other uh higher power because like you, like your coworker said it could have happened in the stairwell or you know and they would never have known. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was that was a very scary, scary time. But it, you know, again, I, I'm a firm believer in everything happens the way it's supposed to, or everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, since That's that time, I was actually a two and a half pack a day smoker. Oh, do you? So still smoke? I've quit. I've, I'm almost two years uh, nicotine free. Oh, congratulations! And I feel great. I, I eat a lot better than I did. That was another problem. I was not eating very well, and of course, working overnight, it was a very stressful job. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So I, I wasn't taking care of myself, and and this was the end result. And and uh, luckily, like I said, two years later, here I am, and I've changed my lifestyle totally, and 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 just done a lot of things a lot differently, and and you know, feel better. So uh, anybody out there listening to this, uh, yeah, please take care of yourselves. Yeah. Wow. Do you find now that you've stopped smoking that um, cigarette smoke really bothers you and you have better yes, sense of taste? It, yes. Yeah. Yes, as a matter My of fact. My mother was uh, a heavy smoker and when she quit, she oh, uh, she was disgusted by it. Yeah, and that's yeah, it, we have people who smoke at work all the time, not not my coworkers but uh, mm-hmm. clients and yep. when they come in from the outside, I have to leave. It almost makes me sick now. Mm-hmm. And thinking, wow, that used to be me. Yeah. But now I can't be around it. It'll literally, literally almost make me physically ill. Yeah. And I've, I've never been a smoker, but I find certain brands really repulse me more than others. I don't know which ones they are, but oh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny how you can pick up on things like that. And uh, people who smoke, they like, I don't smell anything. It's like, well, trust me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and that, that's one thing that I've actually that they did say. Cause, you know, I, I did all this research after after this, and that was the one thing that the the, <clears throat> the doctors say is you'll get your taste and smell back. Mm-hmm. Well, taste I'm not really sure about, but my my sense of smell is like 20 times better than it used to be. Oh wow! Yeah, that's it's amazing, really increased, it? and it's just it's it's kind of weird. I'm sure you've heard. Like when somebody one sense goes, other senses kick mm-hmm. in to take kind of take over with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but um, yeah, but yeah, my, my sense of smell is just it's it's like that in my hearing. It's weird because my hearing's increased. I, I'm almost really? like a bat now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> weird because I'll hear stuff and it's like, did I just hear that? And then people will be like, how did you hear that? I was like, I don't know. I just did. That's funny. And they're really, but yeah, it's it's just it, it's interesting. But but yeah, if, if anybody's out there and and they live a very unclean lifestyle, please get checked out and 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 do that. That that's the one thing that I take away from this is like I said, I almost became a ghost, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I I don't want to see other people do that. But uh, you know, I I learned I learned my lesson the hard way. Wow, I think from the time, like like you said, we both agree that things don't happen for you know there's no coincidences and when you said you lost your job and then you started writing it's almost like that was the the beginning of your journey that you were meant to write the book and 
you know, the heart attack and everything, it just seemed to open your mind a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, this has been a journey for sure. Like I said, I've had experiences since I was about five years old, and obviously they continue to this day. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you're right. Every every step of the way and and everything, it, it, it has been a, a, a definite uh, journey from 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 now until then, and and mm -hmm. and every everything in between. I just want to touch a little bit on you said. Ever since you were five, you had experiences, paranormal experiences. How were your your folks with when you were having experiences? Were they uh, did they just say oh, it's your imagination, or did they kind of embrace it and say yes, there are things like that? Um, my mother, um, <clears throat> she she, and to this day, I'm I'm convinced of that my mother passed about twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but she she knew more than she would let on. I I, I think that she had abilities that mm -hmm. she uh didn't display because she didn't want to and yeah. she was also a uh, unfortunately she was an alcoholic so mm -hmm. uh i think her senses got dulled a lot by the liquor mm -hmm. um so she she never opened up but she knew things and and she was a, a tough irish broad <laughs> so uh but she she uh she would tell me Every once in a while, she, we we talk a little bit about, it, but then she would just kind of push it to the side or change the subject. But she'd be like, "Oh yeah, you remember this?" And ah, there was always something weird about that place. And then she'd stop and change the subject, and she wouldn't go into it. Um, my father, uh, I've talked to my father. My father's still living. He's in Texas, and he read my book and everything. And he was like, "You know, Kevin, I don't remember any of this." And I was like, "Well, I'm sure you don't, because my my dad's one of these people." And, and again. That's fine. I'm, I'm not here to convert anybody with this mm -hmm. book. Trust me. I mean, yeah. either you're going to believe or you're not. And if you don't, that's fine. I'm writing for this. This is basically informational mm -hmm. and my my memoir. So that's what it is. So I'm, I'm not going to. I have a brother. My brother just he's he's totally thinks I'm I'm full of it and I'm I'm out. You know whatever. And that that's fine. That's you know that's his opinion. But yeah, my father. Um, it's funny because he he remarried a Japanese lady. Because mm -hmm. he was living in Japan for a while, and they're really huge on spiritual yes. spirits and ghosts and everything. And she really believes that. And she, she, it's funny because she'll tell stories about stuff that happened in Japan and Korea where she lived. Mm -hmm. My dad just kind of goes along with it, but I don't think my father believes any of it at, at all. And that, and that's fine, you know. Again, <clears throat> it is what it is. But uh, yeah, my my mother knew things, um, but I think she tried to kind of protect us from that. And, and again, yeah. she. Uh, I feel badly because I, I wish I had picked her brain more before she passed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you know if there's anyone else in the family who might have had the, the same abilities as you? And um, I, my brother, my my middle brother, just passed last year. Um, I, I was estranged from him for about five years, uh, but I, I have a feeling he had some abilities. Unfortunately, he also had substance abuse issues, so I think a lot of that got dulled. Also, mm -hmm. but I, I think I, I I just have a feeling that he had some abilities. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why um, he probably he might have had abilities, and that's why he uh, went for with a substance abuse. It, yeah, I mean, it, it could be, and, and and that's one of the things that I've, I've found out um, a lot of, and I never really think about this because I, I I think more along the lines of these things happen first you have the substance abuse issue then all this other stuff happens but i never really think of it the other way around like mm -hmm. this stuff happens to you first and then you try mm -hmm. to dull you don't want to see or hear things so you start drinking and doing drugs i never really look at it that from that angle i look at it as 
um, you know, things, you know, you have these abuse problems first that opened you up to bad things mm -hmm. and then the negative energy gotcha. So that's yeah. actually interesting to look at it from the other viewpoint. I started thinking that way because I had a family member a um, few years back we were talking and um, they know what I do, investigation and everything. And they messaged me one, one time back when we just had Messenger, you know, uh, before mm -hmm. Facebook and everything. And they were telling me about, uh, you know, I, I, it's going to sound crazy, but I know you're going to understand, but I think there's ghosts in the house, you know. My girlfriend doesn't doesn't see it or anything like that. And he was telling me about some experiences, and I said, oh, yeah, it runs in the family. And he's like, wait, what? And he, he likes his beer. Let's just put a, a, a probably a little too, well, no, probably is about it, but a little too much. And he, I believe that's why he started drinking the beer so heavily is because he was trying to silence things and not see them and uh, because they thought they were he thought he was going crazy you know and once he found mm. out that it runs in the family then he's like I had no idea I'm like yeah my mom and some of our cousins and uh, you know and he kind of felt better after that he says I had no idea so yeah I firmly believe after talking to my family member that uh, a lot of times when people have substance abuse, uh, it could be, I'm not saying that everyone who, who abuses substances like that, that's the case, but I do believe that that happens. Yeah, that's, like I said, that's actually an interesting viewpoint. Um, again, I, I usually have a tendency to go the other way, not thinking yeah. about uh, what you were talking about, but yeah, you know, thinking about that now, that could be. Um, like I said, I, I, I do believe my mother had abilities. Um, and again, I, I'm uh, an older. Actually, I'm a, I'm a child of older parents, so I, I don't know a lot about my family because, unfortunately, most of them are a lot older than me, and most of them have passed. So, mm. uh, which is a shame. And I, I've done the Ancestry.com, and mm. and my father tells me what he can, what he remembers. But yeah. and again, so I, if we have ability, I have no idea because, again, I I don't really know what's out there. But that that's actually an interesting theory that. It could have been something like that. And in my mother's case, it, it could very well be that mm. uh, she was trying to drown things out. Yeah. I've uh, encountered more and more people ever since I kind of realized. It's almost like I had an epiphany. And um, I just find I've come across more and more people who actually I don't ask. They just start telling me this. Uh, you know, that's why they started uh, drugs or drinking or whatever. And um, then they... It's just fascinating to me, and I kind of wish that people like that, if they could just reach out and realize that, no, these things are actually happening to people, um, maybe they wouldn't uh, be abusing all these substances. Right, and and that that's, yeah, that that's, you know, unfortunately... And a lot of people, I think, are ashamed of that, so that yes. they're not going to admit to it, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because, you know, and again, we, we have people that I work with now that have auditory hallucinations. Well, the first thing I think of is, are you really having them? Mm -hmm. Or is something talking to you? Or what's going on? Or are you faking it all together? And I have to think of all of these considerations. However, some of my obviously can't bring that up in, yes. in, in, in team meetings with coworkers because they'll just shoot me down. Because And, and again, I, I totally understand because we're in a therapeutic community mm -hmm. that I can't just be like, oh, you sure there's not, you know. But uh, again, uh, I have 
felt negative spirits in that place and and again the last final like two or three chapters are dedicated to um issues in the workplace that, I, that i've had that other people have had with me that have corroborated it so i don't feel so bad because mm-hmm. it's like these things did happen i had two or three people witness the same thing i did so i i feel comfortable writing about that yeah. it's funny uh, again i've had family members they would say uh, you did see that, right? Or you did hear that, right? And when I was younger, it didn't dawn, dawn on me what was happening. And, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, I heard that. Or, yeah, I saw that. Why are you even asking? And then as an adult, then I realized, oh, <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> so uh, we're at the end now, Kevin. I can't believe this much time has gone by already. Yeah. It's been very fascinating. Before we go, why don't you tell everyone where they can find your book? Absolutely. Uh, you can find my book at uh, ozarkmountain.com. That's uh, Ozark Mountain Publishing. Um, you can get it in uh, paperback form. You can get it in ebook form and newly out in the last two months as an audio book. And I have to say that uh, not just because it's my book, but the person reading my book is, has an excellent voice and, and it yes. sounds good. So if you're an auditory listener auditory listener <laughs> i think we all are anyway you know what i mean I, yes. uh, if, if you get your if you're an auditory sensory type person mm-hmm. uh you like to listen you can also get the audio book there you can get it uh at barnesandnoble.com uh, i believe walmart.com carries them and pretty much any com that has books uh, of course amazon.com can't forget mm-hmm. that uh they have them as well um, and also, um, one thing I, I do like to do, uh, I love talking to people. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments about spirits, witches, ghosts, Bigfoot, drug abuse, whatever it might be, uh, hit me up at uh, K-K-I-L-L-E-N, K-Killin, B is in boy, T is in Tom at gmail.com, K-Killin, B-T at gmail.com. That's my personal address. It's on the book also. And drop me a line, say, hey, you know, let's talk or whatever. And you know, we'll go from there. I, again, I love talking to people, and 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 again, with without the audience, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have uh, anybody to read anything I write. So I appreciate that. And again, I just love talking to people. And I believe the book is called Ghost and Me: A Paranormal Journey. Yes, important yes. to mention that <laughs> by Kevin Killen. Did I pronounce yes. that right? Yes, you did. Okay, good. I'll also add the uh, links to the show notes, so as usual, anyone who's interested, they don't have to go searching. They can just look at the show notes, click, and they're there. Thank you very much, Kevin. I really enjoyed this. Kat, thank you for having me. I, I had a blast, as, as, as I knew I would. As did I. Well, we, we both know Cisco and Kat Hobson, so of course... We have to have a connection. Yes, we do. And if you talk to them, <laughs> tell them I said hey, and, and I've been meaning to drop them a line as well. I so I'll definitely be doing the same thing. I hope you do the same if, if you uh, talk to them. Okay, well, take oh, care, absolutely. Kevin. And uh, just hang tight for a sec. I'm just going to say goodbye to our listeners. Take care and be well to yourselves and everyone around you. Well, we've made it to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, take care of each other. And if you'd like to be on the show or have questions and comments, just drop me an email, paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.
Paranormal Heart would like to extend a special thank you to PurplePlanet.com for supplying the music for the show. The views and opinions expressed on Paranormal Heart are those of the host and participants 